Lord, it's the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need a change. Somebody told Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show, podcast number 158 of the Texas Hemp Show this week here on the show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine, and we are doing our 158th podcast this week as we continue to work on that issue for March. Let's say hi to Rachel Nelson, our co-host. Hi, Rachel. Hello, hello. Oh, I like the Mushroom Life shirt. I that you're know. Wearing. He sent it to me, and yeah, I like to wear this. It's a lot of attention. Yeah, and they have a little trademark, little slogan on the back that it says, Get hip to the trip. Well, oh, get hip to the trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I talked to Brett Weiss earlier from Smile and Wellness. He's going to be marketing this new instant coffee. This is a Mushroom Life product, like your shirt. Mm-hmm. He sent this to me before the packaging labels came in. I'm going to try this maybe a little later in the show, Carl. It's where you we heat up some water and you just, it's instant coffee, but it's made with uh, mushrooms. Are they trippy mushrooms or are they just like the functional kind? That... I think they're the mostly functional okay. kind. <laughs> I sure as hell hope so. It's going to be a very... Know. A very long night if it's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, no, uh, but I thought we would mention that since you were wearing a Mushroom Life shirt. I spoke to Brett Weiss earlier today, and uh, he's uh, going to mail us some with the labels on them here shortly. So, uh, But uh, welcome to the show this week. I'm doing great, Russell. Thank you very much. Um, yes, I wish I was in Mason County right now. I'm actually in Austin. Oh, okay. Doing a plaster job in uh, Lime Plaster, historic plasters for this one project but you know we're 25 miles south of brady so in texas you know texas has got a pretty big heart so i think it's bigger than 20 miles that's true well we saw and kind of filmed your presentation at the texas hip summit last december and uh you guys had a great you had a really impressive um presentation you talked about some of the builds that projects that you had been on and i couldn't remember if that one was in mason county or there was one that was in the hill country somewhere i think you were saying it was maybe it was in the valley i don't remember but there was a, a pretty cool build that was all part of your presentation where was that one at again we, we spoke about that a few weeks ago on the phone yeah that was our hondo project hondo and- that's right yeah, and that Hondo project is really cool because that Hondo project gave us an opportunity. I mean, I've been in natural building for quite some time, the late 90s, you know, and that Hondo project gave us an opportunity or me an opportunity to say, hey, we're really going to do something different here. So what we did with our hemp system, um, our hemp wall system, and is we went and did our hemp lime, our hemp crete system for all of our exterior walls and all of our interior walls. And then Mm -hmm. we went and did a tongue and groove ceiling for our ceiling. And what we were able to do at that point in time is we were able to get rid of all the drywall, all the paint, 
and all the cock in the house. Well, and then that house through the U.S. Hemp Building Association, I'm going to give a little plug for the U.S. Hemp Building Association Mm -hmm. and becoming a member of it because the U.S. Hemp Building Association is around promoting the use of a natural-based wall system and material that is made with the industrial hemp product. You know, out there in the world, we got the adult use sector and then we got the industrial sector. And it used to be the industrial would be for fiber, to make rope, to make bags, um, and to make seed for grain or for oil. And then the leftover stock was kind of a waste product and they used to use it for bedding and still do today. Now we're trying to use that for a wall system to put with a hydraulic lime binder. So hemp creek can be kind of confusing Mm -hmm. because we all think that it goes with Portland. And so a lot of times you'll hear us refer to it as hemp lime. And lime is one of those binders that literally built human civilization. You know, um, the Egyptians were using it in Mesopotamia. They were using it. The Romans mastered it. Um, And so lime is really our basic binder that built everything before the 1850s. And so it's actually hemp and lime that go together. We mix that up. We put it into a formwork. And then we tamp that into place and then we move our forms up as we go. And when you get done, you end up with a solid monolithic wall system that has got some amazing properties in it. Hemp as a plant for every pound of hemp, industrial hemp that's growing, it pulls 1.3 pounds of CO2 out of the atmosphere. Wow. Um, Lime is in the lime cycle. So when we burn it, it drives off CO2. But when we use to build it, as it dries and goes through humid dry climates cycles, it actually pulls CO2 out of the atmosphere as it turns back into limestone. So what we're really trying to create is a monolithic wall system that's got a natural industrial hemp product in it that is carbon negative as the plant goes with a binder unlike Portland cement that's pulling CO2 out of the atmosphere as it turns back into limestone. So we're really mm-hmm. trying to make hemp rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hemp. really cool. And, go, no, go ahead. No, no, that's great. I, I was going to ask you a moment ago, you mentioned the HBA. And I, I remember, like, I think podcast number two, when we were over at another studio, we had Bob Esther on from the Hemp Building Association. I, I don't know if he's still part of it, but he used to be the the pre, the pre the one of the – uh, the, the president of it the first year, I think it's elected. Aren't there uh, members elected over there at the HBA? Yeah, the U.S. Hemp Building Association is different than just the HBA, but the U.S. Hemp Building Association, Ray Candelari, you had him on. He's now our president. Okay. And what's really cool is I've been looking for people that are committed to making a difference and doing something different. Um the hemp legalization has been able to, for us to bring a bunch of different people from different fields that are invested in the hemp plan and super excited to get it back to where as looking for an operations coordinator um, for Texas Healthy Homes to move us forward, I had a lady approach me and she's out of Chicago and her name's Ingrid Fay, And she comes kind of from the adult use sector Mm-hmm. And was like, hold it, there's more to this plant than that. And she had been listening into some clubhouse stuff that we were doing 
um, around hemp building. And then she called me and was like, I want to come down there and learn. So she moved from Chicago to Texas in July to work with us on a project. Seeing her commitment, I immediately hired her for our operations coordinator. And now she's so committed that she's, we're having the U.S. Hemp Building Association is having their new board members. We have two board members um, vacancies that are available. And so Ingrid's like, I am going to put my name in the hat for that. And I'm going to get up there and try to move this forward. Um, and so it's really neat that we have Ingrid Fay out of Chicago working with Tim White at Texas Healthy Homes in Texas. And we've been doing trainings and projects all over the country, presentations nice. all over nice. the country. We did one up in Chicago um, around hemp building and we're a sponsor on that. But the U.S. Hemp Building Association to get a membership is fairly cheap um, for an individual. And elections are taking place here February 23rd through the 29th um, for two board member seats that are still not filled. And Ingrid is on, um, I think there's nine people that are running for that. And Ingrid Fay um, is one of them. And so if you decide that you want to support the U.S. Hemp Building Association and get an individual membership and you want to support a company in Texas that's trying to do good things with industrial hemp and building non-toxic houses that don't have paint, caulk, and drywall, mm -hmm. um, Vote for Ingrid Fay because that's really what we're, our hope is, you know. Um, well, I mentioned Bob Esther because he was the first president of the U.S. Hemp Building Association in 2020. And he, when we, we were on podcast 158 this week, he was on podcast number five uh, way back oh, yeah. when. So that he's from on the northeast, I think, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, somewhere northeast is where he was from. But, uh, no, that's very good uh, uh, that we're getting some more Texans involved in the national organization. Can you talk, Tim, about how affordable these building projects are? Because I know that was some of the feedback that you were getting over at uh, the A&M at the Hemp Summit. And people were you know, asking, you know, what, you know, can you speak to the affordability of some of these builds that you're involved in on these projects? Um, yeah. There's a number of things that go into affordability and to cost of a house. Um, one of the main things that I've found is good quality windows, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. put top of the line windows. I mean, this project that we're doing right now, that's a 1400 square foot house. I mean, we got our, our exterior window and door package is $18,000. You know, mm -hmm. I could go to Home Depot and get that same window project and package and door package with vinyl windows that are terrible for the environment that fail in five years for $5,000, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's this cost up front, but then it saves you, you know, money. Yeah. It saves you money and that window is never going to fail. And an, another thing is we want it to be affordable. Mm -hmm. So in today's age to buy a 1500 square foot house, you know, our 2000 square foot house, you're looking at $350,000. Right. At least. Right. You know, that's not affordable, you know, for the working class person. Right. So, right. you know, and so we just have to, you know, keep the optics on that hemp building and being able to get an industrial hemp product that's made in the United States 
that's grown in the industrial fields and everything, that's a baby. We've been able to do that for four or five years. You know, we're just starting to get the kinks worked out of it. So we don't even have really the production of the raw materials down out of everybody trying to figure it out on a cost-effective cost. Um, what I've found in all the buildings that I've done, and I've done lots of custom houses, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm about the 1,500 square foot three-bedroom house that somebody can buy for under a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, you know, we're not there. Right. Okay. Yeah, 1990s we, prices, Tim. <laughs> 19, well, 1995 well, price. Even the you know, early 2000s, and you know, the teens, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. A few years back. I mean, maybe yeah. 2010. You could buy. A- I bought a house in 2013. I guess it was for or no, it was 2014 for like 118 thousand dollars in San Marcos. Yeah. So the market has just really skyrocketed the past 10 years. Yeah. So when we get to talking about affordable housing, I think that we really need to, you know, remember some things. You know, um, we want to get there. We think we have a system that we can produce that. Um, Mm. We are not there yet. There's still some framing members we need to get out and wood that we need to get out of this to, to, but we're going to go over all of that and you're going to learn how to do different things um, during our hempcrete workshops that we do in March. You know, we're going to dive deep into that. What's it going to take to get there? I mean, we're still at the infancy spot here. Um, We don't have the, you know, angel investors come in and saying, Hey, Texas healthy homes. We like what you're doing. How can we invest in a startup company? And here's $25 million to make it happen over the next five years. Yeah. Yeah, That's not happening for for you. Like, like you'd like it to. Well, if we want to change the path that we're on as a human species on this planet, that's, what's got to happen. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of great people out there doing really great things, trying to do it. And they need financial help so that, we're not having to just go to work every day to try to pay our bills, to keep our lights on so we can actually push the ball down the street or, you know, down ball down the field. So we're, we're trying to get there. Um, we are coming in between 270 a square foot for a new build to 325 a square foot um, for a new build for the hempcrete houses that we're building at Texas healthy homes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fairly reasonable for custom houses. Yeah. 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 You know, really reasonable. So, um, and we do metal roofs. um, And also you get a house with no drywall, no caulk and no paint. And we are so committed to, or at least I am so committed to trying to get the carbon footprint out of a building that instead of just doing a concrete slab, we do an old historic grade beam. And then we do Adobe floors in the middle. And we are, able to take millions of BTUs out of the project just by replacing our concrete. I mean, that slide that I showed at that presentation yeah. Um, yeah. is it's insane. What's yeah. a BTU? Um, a British thermal unit. <laughs> Which is, and why does that There's matter? A standard, a standard measurement for energy. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's like BTUs, heat, you know, it's a, it's an old English style there's different ways to merit to to measure it um so you know i'm curious if there has been any interest in commercial development with these materials and also what some of the holdups are in the industry that you see uh, kind of causing a bottleneck for this becoming more mainstream 
there are some commercial projects um, in the pipeline, and there is one taking place up in Oregon, Oregon, and at Sisters, Oregon, I believe, that a couple that a, a construction company is doing up there. Wow. Um, there is a development that's going in for a sustainable build, sustainable building community um, in Massachusetts, I believe, and they're doing stand up walls. The only problem with that development is all that herd mm. and all that binder comes from Europe. Okay. You know, and you know that's kind of where we are. The Europeans are a few years ahead of us, or a couple decades ahead of us as far as production and binders in it because they didn't have the illegal aspect of it you know mm-hmm. when they when they made THC illegal they did not make industrial hemp illegal in Europe mm-hmm. you know and in the United States we just shut all of it down right um, you know and so that's one of the hurdles is that for the industrial side I mean the adult use sector we've been underground since they made it illegal right you know yeah um, when it became legal it just had to come out from the underground the industrial sector of the hemp plant it got completely shut down um before it became illegal to grow it in kansas there was seven hemp processing facilities just for cordage and for fabric in kansas and when they made it illegal, that crop went away for them so all those companies immediately went bankrupt well, and then we have a war come along and we need metal. And so the first thing they do is they go into all these old factories, rip out all that metal, melt it down, build bombers and ships for World War II. And then now here we are, decades later, we have none of the old equipment to look at. And all of the people that used to run those machines are gone. Mm-hmm. So we lost not the technology, but we also lost them. Stay right there, our guest, Tim White of uh, Texas Healthy Homes, our guest here on podcast number 158 of the Texas Hemp Show. We're going to come back. We'll talk about some of the Hemp Creek workshops that he's got coming up for March. And then uh, we'll learn a little bit more about the industry and, and how you can get in touch with him. And and um, and then he also was got some, he got coverage on some national media uh, earlier in the week or last week. And we'll talk to Tim about that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on the other side of the Texas Hemp Show. She's Rachel. I'm Russell. We'll be right back after this. This is Ricky Williams, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Hook Hey, Rachel, how's that new Bonsai Brothers delivery service? I uh, heard you were going to get your cannabis order. No, they came by earlier. Hey, Ra- Rachel, I was just wondering if that was a pretty good cannabis order from Bonsai Brothers. Yeah, like it was really good. They came by earlier and I've just been feeling so hungry. Well, they have the top shelf flower concentrates. You got deals. Uh, you seem to be feeling well, Rachel. Yes, in fact, uh, can you make me a sandwich? Bonsai Brothers established 2018 cannabis delivery. Give them a call at 737-335-5227 or visit bonsaibrothers.org. Rachel, wake up. You, you can't sleep on the couch. 
Bonsai Brothers do the right thing. Free deliveries on purchases of $100 or more in the Austin area. Bonsaibrothers.org. Call 737-335-5227. Rachel, wake up. This is the Texas Hemp Reporter Podcast, your source for the Texas hemp and cannabis industry. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hip Show. As podcast number 158 continues on, our guest this week on the show, Texas Healthy Homes. Founder Tim White joining us on the program. We uh, got to know Tim from uh, his uh, memorable presentation there at the, the Texas A&M uh, Hip Summit there. The Texas Hip Summit second annual was just a few months back there in December. We got to uh, uh, see a great presentation, and we learned about some uh, great builds that Tim has out in Hondo, um, he's done these Adobe floors. Uh, um, I don't know if t- uh, Carl can pull up maybe some pictures from the website, but some of the products are just fantastic. Um, it ultimately saves you money, does it not, Tim? I mean, you said it's pretty comparable, you know, for a, a custom home builder, Rachel. It was, yeah, I think I said it was under $3 a square foot, which mm-hmm. is pretty, still pretty darn good. Right. And um, I think that's a great way to go when, you know, you don't have to, you replace your windows, you know, probably ever uh, when it comes to these builds that Tim offers. And uh, can you talk about natural monolithic walls versus hollow cavity? I've seen this is kind of part of some what I was reading earlier in your website. I thought I might have you touch on that. Um, yeah, not a problem. So the modern construction industry has gone down this direction of um, cheap, fast production with no um, consideration of the material the toxins that are in a building at all, you know, we regulate everything, um, except the chemicals of the products that we put in our houses and mice and rodents are a major problem in condensation. And when you have a stick frame building, you've got thermal bridging where the two by fours are that can transfer heat and cold in and out of the building. When you go to a solid monolithic wall system, that is the same, sort of material, we get rid of the, the solid wood material, which is not a very good insulator. What we get with the monolithic wall systems is we go from a six inch wall, usually to a 10 or a 12 inch wall. Um, and it is solid insulated material. Um, mm-hmm. When we do that, we're able to put our historic plaster coatings, yeah. historic line coating, historic clay finishes on the inside directly over that wall system. And so all the separate little parts and pieces that you would need in the conventional building um, and all the different types of materials that you need, really what we're building houses with right now is some wood for our frame, hemp herd, lime, and clay. 
those are our four basic ingredients. And when you go back to the lime and the clay, they are not high carbon footprint building materials. They are lower carbon footprint building materials. Mm -hmm. And so they're not really thermal conductors. Another thing that we found out about these materials through research and science and universities and the like is that they're literally dehydrating that cellulose monolithic wall system that we have with the hempcrete. And so if any water gets into it, it literally pulls that water out of it. So if you have a roofing problem, it'll just dehydrate that wall cavity, let you know where your problem is and you can deal with it. Whereas if you have that in a conventional house, it's got so many coats of stuff on the outside. It's got latex paint over top of the drywall that's not expressing any moisture or letting it get out and trapping it inside of that hollow cavity. And then the mold is just allowed to grow throughout the building. And so it's really hard for mold to grow when it can't, when it doesn't have any water. And so when we start to look back at all these old buildings that were around in Europe and the older ones that we still have in the United States, none of them have any of the Portland cements and the petrochemical binders that we have in every single building product that we have today at Home Depot or Lowe's or that our houses are being built out, out of. And everybody's like, why do we have this problem in our modern houses? Well, because we're not using the same products and materials that were used before that solved all those problems. And so, Rachel, you ask what one of the hurdles is. It, it, what, that's one of our hurdles mm. is, you know, just being able to go down and get it. You know, when Mary Jane buys a house, the first thing she wants to do to paint it, you know, there, there's really no alternative. People would love to live in a natural, non-toxic house, and they would prefer that if they could buy that. But the current status where we're at with money lending and developers is they've got the monopoly on the market and the products for the houses that are being built, all, not just from the products, but all the way to the financing yeah. for the product, products, you know? And so how do you get in there? Yeah. You know, well, we've decided at Texas Healthy Homes that we're going to get in there by showing that, hey, here's a house with no drywall, no paint, no caulk in it. You know, here is a healthy house. It can be cost competitive in the marketplace. The, the developers and the real estate people are getting calls from people. How come you don't have these type of houses? I'm getting calls from them. You know, that's our goal by the end of this year that we're in a contract and we're starting the design phases for a 15 plus unit natural house development and not a subdivision that is streets and garages. We, right. I want to create a community inside of that development. We all want to, not everybody wants to grow, you raise chickens in their backyard, but there are people in subdivisions right now that cannot and want to and should be able to do that, you know. Well, Tim, we've yeah. got to see we've got to see financing coming aboard, uh, jumping aboard for builds like this. There's got to be special financing available uh, and lending. Companies need to lend for this type of uh, right. a building. That, I'm curious if that's been a roadblock as well. Like well, it, sure, it's a roadblock yeah. for them, but him, I'm, uh, he he spoke to that. But we need to get you know lending companies and more banks and funding and giving 
giving finances available to these building projects uh, isn't that's big. You spoke to that a moment ago, didn't you, Tim, about that being a hurdle? That, that is a hurdle, you yeah. know, and so if that's a hurdle to move it forward, you know, I still got to run a company. You know, yeah. I still got to try to figure out how to pay the bills. Right. You know, I guess still to figure out how to keep people working. Um, I would imagine um, that, you know, it's just educating people on these things is really uh, key here. And I'm wondering if you have any stats or data off the top of your head you could fire off about, you know, just the consequences of living in a home that is pretty much toxic. Like, has there been any research done that shows, you know, like they could link certain diseases to, you know, toxic building materials? Well, the petrochemical industry is really big and really strong. So they try to squash anybody who would bring that up. Right. Um, we, um, I had another natural builder I was associated because I used to live up in Colorado um, and did a lot of natural building up there. Um before hemp was, we were able to grow it here. And he explained it like this, Rachel, um, you've got door A here, you know, to walk into you to your new house and behind door A, there might be something behind there in the products that were used to build it that could give you a tumor. Right. You know, and over here we got door B and this is a house over here and over here, there's no toxins inside of it that we know are associated with increased cancer risk in cancer alley over in Houston. So, because we didn't put any of those materials in quoted in there saying, if we get to the point that we're not building, if we're not building with toxins to make a home, then we have a half a chance to make a non-toxic building envelope for people to live in and raise their family. And I've got people that want to join us all over the place. I just don't have enough projects right now that are together. Mm -hmm. um, for one example, another hurdle, Rachel, that we're running over is like, we live in, I live in Mason, Texas. Mm -hmm. Our project that we got that award with was in Hondo, Texas, two and a half hours away from where I live. My next project was in Wimberley, another two hours away from where I live. Mm. This is the first project, the Menard project, that is only 25 miles away from where I live. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. You know? yeah. And, and we did plaster projects last fall in Oregon, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nebraska, and Texas. And so these historic craft of these historic lime and plaster coatings and natural building materials in general it doesn't really exist anymore. It's been completely squashed by modern corporate products saying they are bad. They are weak. They are soft compared to look at this big, strong Portland cement here. It's nice and strong. Oh, look at this paint here. Look how easy I can wipe off little Johnny's spaghetti stain right. off the wall. You know, right. so they've created this narrative that has nothing to do that serves us as citizens and people living in these envelopes that they're making these toxic boxes that they're making for one thing and one thing only profit you were profiled in the guardian last week or something you were telling me about this yesterday on an email and can you speak to that uh, in the next few minutes oh yeah i got an email 
and they said we'd like to interview you and we're from the guardian you know and this guy was from the guardian and i was like well sure you know i was out working on the job site for this hemp house when he actually called me and did the interview and he goes well i want to know is it carbon is it carbon negative and i go well the plant itself is in the growing but one thing that i think is really getting kind of gray washed or mm-hmm. inside of carbon is what did it take to grow that seed what did it take to put that seed in the ground what did it take to um, process that seed what did it take to get it to where it needs to go so the plant itself is carbon negative almost carbon negative how it is not really the right quotation to put in there it is i said that hemp is the product that i feel has the potential out of all the products out there in the world to become a carbon negative because we could get this to the point to where our industrial hemp farmers are growing an industrial hemp plant and they're taking the seed and pressing it for the hemp oil, converting that into biodiesel that they put in their tractor to plant and harvest the seed, could do the same with the processing machinery, you know, and so as an overall, and this is a, um, Cameron Macintosh system. This is a, that was a spray system that they're doing out of Europe. Beautiful. Um, Cameron Macintosh is great. And this is another building that's got lime plasters on it. I mean, um, it's not a clay plaster finish that I would prefer on the inside, but it's a lime plaster, which is still a natural finish. But you see, it's got depth to the wall. Yeah. You know, you can tell that there was a human that put that plaster on the wall and made that wall finish. Instead of now, when we walk into a house, these flat walls, they're sterile. We got sharp 90 degree corners and it's just not a inviting space. And that's the biggest thing that I've really noticed in natural building and hemp is that we are creating an inviting space that you want to live in. That's awesome. Tim White, our guest with uh, Texas Healthy Homes. Let's talk about the Hemp Creek workshops here. I know you've got these March 6th, 7th, 8th. There's the 13th through the 16th. Yeah, these are going to be out in Menard. Um, That's not the picture of it, but um, there they are. And well, education, getting people to know more about it. How do we get engagement and get people a simple, low cost way that they can help support people out there trying to make change? Can you fire off your website and just tell folks how they can get in touch with you or learn more? Maybe get a quote for, you know, a custom build. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, www.texashealthyhomes.com. You know, pretty straightforward. <laughs> we got to keep it simple. That's and, right. Um, it's, it's set up as an educational website. Well, let me tell you, I may have a lead for you. I can't promise you, and this is a good segue into Liz after this, but a few years ago, Tim, we had on the show in 2021, Tommy Chong wanted a house built for him out of hemp, and he wanted one house built in California and another house for his family and some property in Canada. And at the time, we didn't know anybody to refer Tommy to that for to build that hemp house but he told us on the show, and you can hear it, uh, if you ever find that guy, that builder, uh, send him my way. I want a home built up in my can- Canadian property, and I'd like one in my California uh, land as well. So uh, if you get to That'd get a chance awesome. to get get to build a house for Tommy, that would be so cool. 
Yeah, thank you very much for having me. You bet. Thank you. There he goes. That's Tim White with Texas Healthy Homes. We'll be back right after this. This is the Texas Hip Show. We'll be back with Liz Grove. We'll learn a little more about this outlaw party coming up for South by Southwest. She's Rachel. I'm Russell. The show moves on. We'll be back after this. This is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Hey, Rachel, how's that new Bonsai Brothers delivery service? I uh, heard you were going to get your cannabis order. No, they came by earlier. Hey, Ra- Rachel, I was just wondering if that was a pretty good cannabis order from Bonsai Brothers. Yeah, like it was really good. They came by earlier, and I've just been feeling so hungry. Well, they have the top shelf flour concentrates. You got deals. Uh, you seem to be feeling well, Rachel. Yes, in fact, uh, can you make me a sandwich? Bonsai Brothers established 2018 cannabis delivery. Give them a call at 737-335-5227 or visit bonsaibrothers.org. Rachel, wake up. You can't sleep on the couch. Bonsai Brothers, do the right thing. Free deliveries on purchases of $100 or more in the Austin area. Bonsaibrothers.org. Call 737-335-5227. Rachel, wake up. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show, podcast number 158 this week on the program. I but hey, man, uh, with some update, uh, she's been patiently waiting. Let's bring in our friend Liz Grow from Grow House Media. Uh, we've been known to, to uh, collaborate with uh, Liz and Patrick on covers and things yes. in the past. This is not the first time, probably not going to be the last time either that we collaborate with them. No. But uh, welcome to the show, Liz. How are you, girl? Thank you. I'm so good, Russell. It's good to see your face. Uh, We've been doing a lot of emailing and texting back and forth um, ever since Texas Hemp Reporter came on board as our media sponsor of the Outlaw Party. So, What is your artist name, Liz? She's fabulous. Thank you so much. Her name is Micah Ray. Yes, she's awesome. Micah. ah, She's the best. Nana Ray Designs. Um, she is just, uh, she's so fast, which is one thing, you know, it's just like, wow, I, I, I make a request and it's like, boom, here it is. Cause she gets <laughs> that the energy for this party is only going like this, right? She doesn't want to slow it down 
with design requests. She just goes for it. And I'm just loving everything she's doing. So thank you, Russell, for recognizing that and showcasing her work in the magazine. Yeah, we really, we've really taken a lot of the work that she's done, Rachel, and you commented on it a little yeah, earlier. Yeah, why on the, reinvent the wheel here? Yeah, she's done a fabulous job yeah. with all this art for this event uh, with Grow House. And anytime Grow House gives right. us anything, we really... We really run with it because right. they got a lot. Of, they got good. They got good people over there. And so, if you've been following Grow House on social media, you've probably seen some of this uh, outlaw party artwork. <laughs> oh, definitely! If you're following Grow House TX, little plug there yep. on Instagram. Um, that is our. That's where you're going to get all the news about uh, the outlaw party this year. But you know, certainly our sponsors are reposting, and we've got some awesome sponsors this year. Yes, yeah, give a shout out to some sponsors uh, there, Liz. Hey, shout out to some sponsors. Well, certainly Cheech and Chong's Cannabis Co. as our presenting sponsors. So this is the <laughs> Cheech and Chong's Outlaw Party. Um, and then in addition to that, Cheech and Chong's Apothecaria. Apothecaria. Uh, I think I need to roll my R there. It's a brand new brand that focuses on the CBD side of things. So the hemp side of things is the Apothecaria. So we've got the Cheech and Chong's brands involved. Um, we have Weed Maps. We have Buchana Labs, Tejas Tonic, Grav, Grav Labs. I just made a little necklace with uh, one of the freebies, one of the swag bag giveaway. The jacket's amazing. I mean, our sponsors are just incredible, and um, we're really, really grateful. Texas Hill Country Vape and Smoke just came on as a platinum yeah. sponsor, so hello. Um, you know, it's it's turning out to be an amazing um, party just because of the people who are involved, you know, the people who are putting this thing on uh, to honor the work of Last Prisoner Project, really. Uh, th there's some images here that we had uh, that, that were on screen Right here we go. Here's Liz sent a that. bunch of stuff earlier today. With this, we were working on today actually, and uh, uh, you can see there's a. Uh, oh, is that Andrew? We've got Andrew. Yeah, Andrew D'Angelo. Andrew, just oh, he's 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 such an amazing uh, community organizer. You know, he's on fire. That is his his roots, our community organization, and he's like Texas, come on. You know, and that's the whole reason we do yeah. this guys is to bring awareness to the fact that in texas we are so far behind we are still imprisoning human beings for a plant this the, the, the whole impetus liz of you and patrick starting this event was for the last prisoner project and that's your benefactor that's the that's the nonprofit that you guys do this for every year and um you pose, I, I thought this was powerful. Hosting this celebration at South by Southwest was a deliberate decision. It's like setting off a flare in the night sky amid a festival that's already a kaleidoscope of innovation and culture. The Outlaw Party isn't just a drop in the ocean. It's a wave of change reminding everyone that amidst our revelries, there's a serious fight to be fought. Uh, Thank you. Great work, Thank though, you for your with on that article. I do my best work when, when it happens and early in the morning. And, um, you know, I do I love to write uh, when it matters. And to me, this matters. And I don't yeah. think that I can overstate the importance, you know, of this party and of this movement. And if we sell out our tickets, Last Prisoner Project will get over $25,000. Wow. You know, like, wow. why wouldn't we as Texans want to support their work in a way that's fun? You guys, not only will there be music, uh, speakers, a DJ, uh, Chiba uh, is 
providing the munchies. Thank you very much. Cheaper Hut. Yes. Uh, Gotta have munchies. The Cheaper Hut <laughs> providing munchies. We will have, there will be um, a flower bar by 4K Farms. Shout out to 4K Farms. They are bringing the flower. Taylor They're going to bring some fire. Some Texas tea. THC. But Cheech and Chong are at South by Southwest because they are premiering their final movie. That's right. That movie is premiering on the day of the party. Super exciting. Um, so they're going to be here. Their team is going to be at the party. Everyone will be at the party. And we want Tommy and Cheech to be at the party too, but they make their own decisions. Yeah. And oh. certainly I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to be, uh, it's this not, you know, they're not getting paid to make an appearance, but I think they will make an appearance. I'm calling it. I'm saying it. Yes, let's Cheech manifest it. Cheer, let's plug the venue and where this is at, how folks can get tickets. I mean, we're going to talk a lot more about this. Uh, I, I remember this is the first time you're selling tickets, right, Liz? Yes, yes, exactly. This is the first time we're selling tickets. So this is our fourth annual. Um, the first three, we've had just um, – benevolent benefactors who pay for these parties <clears throat> some sponsors some individuals who are just private citizens who are paying for these parties and so we we had a re you had to register for tickets but we wouldn't charge because the spaces were just uh, given to us this year we are doing it at poor choices bar on sixth and trinity uh, in the middle of South by Southwest. <laughs> so we are, we're, you know, we're, we're stepping up and we are um, renting the entire space. So we have it, you know, all day to just prepare for that 8 p.m. This know, ain't our first and, rodeo uh, and Texas still ain't getting it. Nope. <laughs> I love nope. it. I love it. Yeah, man. We're getting mad. <laughs> right. I love it's it. Grace. To get you mad. can get tickets on the website right there. Get tickets on the website. Uh, tickets numbers are definitely and fire, uh, what is this website here are we on here is this the main website uh, liz yep that's the main website it's growhousemediaevents.com okay growhousemediaevents you could also just google cheech and chong south by southwest and it should pop up um our ticketing platform is the fairchild and so you know if you are on the fairchild a lot you can go there um and find the event but yeah the it, the website's amazing it was made by canisite uh, another sponsor, website sponsor. They are amazing. They do all of our event websites, and they're so easy to work with. They like, are. I'm not even kidding. No, they they're so. Yeah. They're they're overhauling our website this month. This month, in fact, our our site launches the new facelift from Canisite launches the week of your party. Yes, I love that. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's amazing. good synergy. Yay. Yeah, they're they're yes. they're working. We're working with them too right now. Yeah. Um, so Canisite's yeah. a big sponsor. Um, I was going to yeah. ask, uh, the thing that was always the thing in the past with the event is they never had tickets. You you had to get the invite or you had to get on the, the email early to get the tickets. This year, you can actually buy a ticket and go. Thank you. Yes, exactly. It was like, it was a, it was stressful. It was stressful. <laughs> I like you know, this better. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Because, you know, we're trying to create an event, a, a 420-friendly consumption space event. You know, a space where we can all like coexist and, and enjoy ourselves and not be like looking over our shoulders and, and be afraid. You know, so we had to do it in private locations. So um, this year it is a public location, but we are renting the whole bar and, you know, the, it's been decriminalized in Texas and um, come and take it. 
Well, we so. have been we have been running the promo for the event is on our show. So I don't know if you caught that, but it ran a few times. So if you've have watched yes, the show, you can always rewind the show and go back to that promo and learn a little bit and see what Grow House is cooking. It's it's on Sixth and Trinity Street. Sixth and Trinity. I have it right here. The venue's called Poor Choices. P O U R. Um, but we're probably going to cover the sign. We're going to do a complete takeover for choices on uh, March 12th. Everyone's going to make the best choice and come and just have the best time. And I promise you this, at any of our parties, do not be afraid to eat anything. We do not leave uh, THC edibles lying around because that's a serious matter. So, right. Yeah. Come to the party. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to trying the hot sauce and having a few beers, having a few drinks. We're supposed to do a yeah. podcast down there earlier in the day, I believe, right? Yes, sir. That's one That's of the right. things that we That's are, right. as media uh, sponsors of the event, we're going to go down there and maybe do a, a show for about an hour earlier before Heck things yeah. get while the, uh, going. While the mural's being painted, you can interview the painters. Yeah, that would oh, be that great. great. That's idea. a great idea. Well, thank you, Liz, yeah, for chiming yeah. in this week. We're going to talk to you a little more next week in the first half of next week's podcast, and we'll learn a little bit more. Uh, maybe we'll get some update on the music that she's got planned. Been through, but you better not stay All right, there she goes. That's Liz Grow with Grow House Media. Thank you so much, Liz, for being a part of the program. Um, we're going to talk about one of our sponsors, Bonsai Brothers, on the other side, uh, and your, your visit with them. Yes, or their visit with me. Your, their I don't visit know. with I you. Mean, they deliver, so. So, uh, Bonsai, <laughs> we'll talk a little Bonsai and uh, check out the commercial this break. We'll be right back on the other side. Texas Hemp Show rolls out. We'll be right back. Hey, Rachel, how's that new Bonsai Brothers delivery service? I uh, heard you were going to get your cannabis ordered. No, they came by earlier. Hey, Ra Rachel, I was just wondering if that was a pretty good cannabis order from Bonsai Brothers. Yeah, like it was really good. They came by earlier and I've just been feeling so hungry. Well, they have the top shelf flour concentrates. You got deals. Uh, you seem to be feeling well, Rachel. Yes, in fact, uh, can you make me a sandwich? Bonsai Brothers established 2018 cannabis delivery. Give them a call at 737-335-5227 or visit bonsaibrothers.org. Rachel, wake up. You, you can't sleep on the couch. Bonsai Brothers, do the right thing. Free deliveries on purchases of $100 or more in the Austin area. BonsaiBrothers.org. Call 737-335-5227. Rachel, wake up. This is Ricky Williams, and you're listening to the Texas Hip Show. Hook em. Texas Hemp Show podcast. I know we're a little over than we normally go, but uh, uh, we wanted to cover just uh, a good little bit of that stuff with Liz Grow at Grow House Media. Uh, that's a big event. We're sponsoring that this year, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, missed out on that last year because if you didn't get your, you had to like know 
and get a text, and it was kind of a yeah, it was kind of a tricky thing to get into the grow house deal, and we didn't get in on it last year because we were involved in something else that we were doing. And so we missed it, and uh, that was like uh, I was sad to miss it too. I, I, didn't, I really I was. Didn't, I wanted to make that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, this year I reached out to Liz pretty pretty quickly about working with them. So, anyway, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, but tell us, um, oh hey, uh, find your hemp. Cheers. Findyourhemp.com is a new site that's coming up soon, and this is from our friends over at uh, Adam and Jennifer. Uh, and their podcast, uh, um, mutually co-dependent. Co <laughs> uh, Jennifer and Adam have a new beverage that's out, and this is called Find Your uh, Hemp. This one, we're it's not even got the real labels on it yet, but it's so new. We're, we just kind of went over there and kind of got some from them. Uh, this one was a strawberry water, which is pretty cool. It is good. I like it. It's not very sugary, and that's the type of beverage I personally like. And then, uh, oh, shout out to uh, Smile and Wellness. This is a this is a um, a hemp mushroom coffee. I think it's a mushroom coffee that Brett gave us. He mailed it to me so soon that it didn't even have the label on it. See, look, as we, like, long as we it's get, caffeinated, we get stuff before the labels are even put on them. I know, right? Uh, Two around things. here. But uh, tell us, uh, well, you went and got uh, a delivery the other day from Bonsai. Uh, yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, it was actually yesterday. Um, they dropped off some products, and um, I would say definitely give them a shot. Like if you're, you know, looking for a, a delivery Top shelf order. delivery order. Yeah, um, they're vapes. I'm not really a vape person, but my brother is, and he really liked the vape. Um, the, um, they have this purpley looking strain. It's called Tropicana cherries. So that's mm -hmm. their current signature strain at Bonsai Brothers. And so that, that was a good one to try. Um, so che yeah, I would, they I have, would. they have other flavors like cherry Peyton, purple mm -hmm. octane, uh, sour milk, uh, Oreos, truffles, pop rocks. Yeah, there were, and um, they also have dabs. We didn't have a dab rig, so that's actually what I'm going to do tonight after the show. Go over to my brother's house. He was supposed to um, figure that situation out <laughs> today, so we can take <laughs> some dabs. Um, but yeah, some earthy tones uh, in the terps. Cool. So yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it if you're in need of a plug. Well, that is very, uh, very cool. Uh, Austin's top show. I'm supposed to get some Saturday. Nice. My delivery is Saturday for that. Um, but check out bonsaibrothers.org if you want to uh, get um, uh, try some of those interesting flavors. Again, next week on the show uh, will be Liz again. And then I think I've got a spot. Maybe there's a chance uh, um, Freeway Ricky Ross will call in. He may, he's got that dispensary that he opened up in, in uh, West part of los angeles and oh, wow. we have been talking to rick and rick wants to come on and he, he really wanted to come down here and hang out with the with the um uh, everyone at uh, the outlaw party he wants to he wants he may come for that actually he Yay. wanted he really wanted to come down here and visit us for that so uh but we were supposed to get ricky ross on the show um but we'll see if he comes in but next week but we're working on the upcoming issue of the march issue featuring the outlaw party with grow house media so stay tuned for that coming here in the next week or two a uh, great show. Uh, shout out to, again, Texas Healthy Homes, Tim White. Great guest this week. We'll learn more about his uh, seminars coming up in March. But uh, good show, Rachel. Good to see you this week. And yes, let's go find something to smoke. I'm down. Let's do it. All right. We'll see you guys <laughs> next time. Texas Hip Show 158 rolls on.